0: used to be a lifeguard. And the first thing when I was a lifeguard, when you get on the scene, if you survey the scene, you look left, you look right, you say, are you okay? Are you okay? And you figure out what needs to be fixed, if you will. And so I always start out with that. Okay, let's survey the scene. Where is this negative quote unquote thing coming up? Is it Always happening when you're in the car. Is it always happening at work? Is it a specific person? Is it a sound? Is it a smell? Sometimes people don't realize that a lot of the triggers that we have are from way previous things that happened so long ago that our subconscious has kind of held on to, or things that have not even happened that we're running all of these scenarios in our head. So the very first thing I say is, "All right, stop." we got an emergency here. We're going to survey the scene. We're looking to the left. We're looking to the right. We're brain dumping and getting it out all on the table. And then we're going to assess where this is actually coming from. And the thing is, a lot of people don't realize where it's coming from. They're projecting on their children when it's really their job, or they're projecting on their job when it's really their significant other. And so when you can kind of throw everything out on the table and assess it, people start to relax and their shoulders go down and they go, oh, I didn't realize this is really what it was.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new edition of the None of Your Business podcast. Sean and Lacey here, just as we are each and every week, and as we are almost each and every week. Not that guests are bad, but sometimes there's no guest. But when there's a guest, we have a super amazing guests lined up for you today. And we're super excited to dive into story. We actually crisscrossed paths with her many, 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 many years ago. And then since then, she's been on a fascinating journey of overcoming obstacles of physical um, growth and development, mental and emotional growth and development. And the best part of it is even through all of that. I mean, if you're doing that by yourself, that's super cool.
2: Sharing it with others is
1: bigger. Yeah. Playing that, sharing it with others—that is great. And so we are super blessed to have with us today, Tarlise Redo. Tarlise, welcome to the None of Your Business podcast.
0: Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad we're doing this. This is going to be a great conversation.
1: And isn't it funny how life works? Like we intersected paths with you so, so many I think years ago. It
0: was ago. like ten. 10- Ten? 10 years ago, eight years ago? I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, because I think it's been 10 years since I originally connected with you.
1: Holy I think smokes.
2: so. Yeah.
1: We saw each other in your Chiropractic Clinic in Dublin. Uh-huh. And then we visited Tarlise down in San Diego mm-hmm. at, at one point. And then life happens, and Tarlise went off on this fascinating and then we went journey. That way. <laughs> and then we're back crisscrossing. And she's um, one, lived to tell about it, which is great two, she um, is sharing this and has been able to parlay this into an amazing um, opportunity to help a lot of people. I always start every single podcast, but it's super um, appropriate with you. I always ask people, how did we end up here speaking to each other? Tell us sort of about that particular journey. How do we end up talking together here on this podcast today?
0: Yeah, it's interesting. So I, you know, I've kind of, I always say I love roller coasters, but not when it's your actual life. So I've, I've had yeah. some ups and downs over and over. And, you know, I do really well. And then I'd have some kind of adversity happen. And, you know, the reason that I got into the profession that I'm in or the reason that we're talking right now is I I originally thought that I wanted to teach people about social media. I thought I wanted to teach people about how to get their themselves out online and how to get their voice known. And what I learned after working with a few thousand people is people had a lot of stress. There was a lot of insecurity putting themselves out there online. There was a lot of confidence that was coming up. And so I wanted to work more closely with people and showing them it's okay if life hits you. It's okay if you have, you know, these obstacles that pop up. We're going to get through it together. And so what I did was about 10 years ago, I started online just sharing my story. You know, I've had some really crazy stuff happen in my life. My mom took her life. I've been in a near-death car accident um, my birth father passed away. I've had cancer in my eye and been in the hospital for months at a time. I've had both of my cars, uh, you know, go underwater and be flooded. I've had black mold in my house. Like all of these quote unquote bad things that have happened to me. But what I've realized is, you know, through my mom passing and through all of this really intense stuff is this was brought to my life or this happened in my life for a reason. I made it through for a reason. And now I'm sharing it and helping other people. And so a lot of people might take the boohoo for me, life is hard, things can't work. And I kind of went the opposite direction with it and was like, no, no matter what pops up in your life, I'm going to hold your hand. We're going to get through this. We're going to use this stress to our advantage. And so every single year, I just showed up online kind of continually doing the same thing. And it started out as teaching business. And now the business is there, but it's because people are feeling more confident. They're feeling that no matter what happens, they can get through it. And we're doing it together. I really built a great community. And so I think that's how we came about you know, talking right now is because I put something out. I said, listen, you guys, I don't mean to tube my own horn, but I've been doing this long enough that I promise you if something's happening in your life that's negative right now, I'll help you find a way to get out of it. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but I've done this long enough that my brain just goes there. i my brain doesn't work linearly. I'm thinking of all of these ways that we can make things work. And so it's turned into a beautiful community and business. And just, I get, I feel so blessed to wake up every day and be able to do this.
2: Gosh, I really love what you said about like turn like taking stress and turning it like into an opportunity or leveraging it to have more of what you desire in your life. That concept, I don't think a lot of people, you know, think about it that way. And so, I imagine that that you run into people and they're like, "But but the things that I'm dealing with, right? Cuz everybody it has their own unique story." And so, and they they believe that their situation is unique, and it is. Of course, um but what do you say to people when they're like, but my stress is so big. This is so big. I can't even begin to imagine how this could be turned into something positive. How can you help them start to reframe how they feel about their situation?
0: Yeah. So there's something called you stress. It's EU stress, which a lot of people don't realize. It's actually the positive side of stress. It's it's that that tingly feeling, excited feeling that you that when something good, that's actually a form of stress. And so I remind them that it's just energy. It's a feeling and we can focus on the negative of it, or we can focus on the positive and what we want. And the first step I believe to getting, you know, to getting the ball rolling with that is getting really present. I've noticed, and I realized from working with people that a lot of the stress that's happening right now, it's not actually current moment. It's something that happened in the future or hasn't happened in the future that we're worrying about. It's something that happened in the past that maybe a teacher yelled at you or your significant other wasn't kind. And so you kind of hold on to that and carry it into the current situation. So the first thing I tell everyone is, all right, I used to be a lifeguard. And the first thing when I was a lifeguard, when you get on the scene, is you survey the scene, you look left, you look right, you say, are you okay? Are you okay? And you figure out what needs to be fixed, if you will. And so I always start out with that. Okay, let's survey the scene. Where is this negative quote unquote thing coming up? Is it always happening when you're in the car? Is it always happening at work? Is it a specific person? Is it a sound? Is it a smell? Sometimes people don't realize that a lot of the triggers that we have are from way previous things that happened so long ago that our subconscious has kind of held on to or things that have not even happened that we're running all of these scenarios in our head. So the very first thing I say is, all right, stop. We got an emergency here. We're going to survey the scene. We're looking to the left. We're looking to the right. We're brain dumping and getting it out all on the table. And then we're going to assess where this is actually coming from. And the thing is, a lot of people don't realize where it's coming from. They're projecting on their children when it's really their job, or they're projecting on their job when it's really their significant other. And so when you can kind of throw everything out on the table and assess it, people start to relax and their shoulders go down and they go, oh, I didn't realize this is really what it was.
1: Mm. once we discover what it is, then how are you helping the people that you work with to resolve that? Let's, I mean, you've been through a lot of situations yourself. And so in your own life, how, how have you, I mean, because you're very open um, on social media, very transparent. You've shared um, transformations physically, shared uh, things that have gone on in your life. Um, But for some people, like if they identify it, it's not that easy. So now that I know this is the issue, well, that, that didn't necessarily fix it.
0: Yep. So um, I always I always say that there's a fine line between self-love and self-sabotage. And so one thing that's really important with getting rid of this stress is being honest with yourself. I'm like, look, you can lie to me. You can lie to your significant other if you want, but you can't lie to yourself. At the end of the day, when your head hits the pillow, you really know which side of that line that you're going on, if it's self-love or self-sabotage. Are you sitting down and taking that nap because you really need it because your body needs to, you know, get some rest and it's something that's important or are you doing it because you're ignoring things, procrastinating and essentially self-sabotaging. And so that's the, the main thing that I bring up with people is you are the only one that knows which side of that line that you're on. So just be aware of it. And when you catch yourself going negatively, just be aware of what that trigger is. Okay. So... I realized Charlie said, be present. I get it. Easier said than done, Charlie's. So you told me to put everything out. Okay. I'm surveying my scene and my scene is pretty, pretty stressful. This isn't working. So I <laughs> asked, I know they're like, okay, like, <laughs> drop the mumbo jumbo. What do we really do? You know, but, yeah. but I, it's something that once people are aware of it, they really come back to me and they go, you know what, Charlie's today, I went to sit down and eat some chips. And I was like, this is self-sabotage. This is not self-love. This is not something that I need to do. It's not the chips that are bad. It's that I'm avoiding the important things to sit down and eat these. And so really having a conversation of just be honest with yourself. And another thing that you brought up as well is our pain is not unique. Like it Mm -hmm. it, it might seem like it, it might feel like you're the only one that's gone through a hard divorce or you don't understand. I lost my mom and I I'm like, I do, though, and there's a lot of other people, and I think that that makes people feel more comfortable and feel that they aren't alone, because right now, there's a lot of black versus white, and you know one nationality versus another, or one um, political party versus another. There's a lot of tension online, if you will, and so I always just remind them, you don't have to participate in that. If it does trigger you, that's great. When triggers come up, it's it's what Abraham Hicks calls a desire-clarifying experience. When something negative happens, it's actually helping you desire or clarify what your desire is. It's helping you figure out, well, if I don't want this thing, what is it that I do want? And once you know what you do want, then you can focus on that. And we can focus more towards the self love and more towards doing the things that are getting you into momentum. Because what I realize is once people get into momentum and out of their own story or paradigm, the ball just, you can't stop it. They real, They feel like a new person and they're like, I can't believe I was stressing over something that really isn't that big of a deal, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, you know, we coach a lot of people ourselves that when they're in stressful situations or putting themselves in stressful situations, um, it actually stops them from from achieving the things that they're going after, right? It's really like a stopgap. And so you said something earlier when you were talking about social media and you said um, that you realize that a lot of people, you know, don't. Have necessarily all the confidence that they they desire in order to put themselves out there. And I can't tell you how many people I've met that they're trying to do things and they lack the confidence, and then it stresses them out, and then they don't get things done. How do you also help them break that cycle, right? Because it is—it just like it feeds itself.
0: Yeah. So uh, I'm really big into getting yourself into state, and so what I mean by that is putting yourself into a higher vibration or frequency. Stick with me for a second. I know this might sound woo-woo, but you want to, like, what is the end goal that you want? So if I go on a, a podcast like this right before, you know, I, I did a couple jumps. I got myself in state. I was like, okay, this is going to go great. The conversation is going to go fantastic. We're going to vibe. There's not going to be any awkwardness. And I put myself into the end goal. I future paced mm-hmm. myself, if you will, into the end goal. And so when I coach people about getting online, I'm like, look, if it doesn't work, you can delete it. Like there, it's not, it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? At the end That's of the day, easy. I love that. But i noticed that once people just take that first step, they go, Oh my gosh, like, Monsters aren't coming out of the computer. It's okay, you know. I can actually do this, and so it's just getting it done that one time. But I really believe that if you can envision and put yourself into the state of what you want, how you envision the conversation going, or how you figure the live stream will, you know, end up going, awesome. Get in that state and do it. And then if all else fails and it doesn't work and you're just terrified, you can delete it and try again. But what I've noticed is once people do it once, they kind of get that adrenaline oh, this is, this is okay. Nothing bad happened. Let's do it again. You know? And, and that's where the community comes in as well. You know, I think it's so important to have people around you that know what your intentions are and know what your goals are, or maybe what's stressing you out so that they, you know, Hey, I'm really stressed when I go online, would you mind popping on my live stream and just saying hi, or being supportive in the comments when you have that kind of camaraderie and people to kind of lift you up, you know, That saying, rising tide raises all ships, that's how I feel. And so in the beginning, we would rally around people that were doing their first live stream or, you know, that that were doing their first live event. We're like, where is it? How can we show up? I think that community helps. But for people that don't have it, you have to be your own best cheerleader. I'm in the mirror Mm -hmm. before, you know, before these going, come on, you can do this. This is going to go amazing. And it sounds cheesy, but those neurotransmitters that are happening in your mind, they start to believe it. And you're like, Okay. I can do this. This is going to work out for me.
2: Yeah, we are big believers in uh, anchors and like anchoring to like the feeling of success. Like when you're in that state, what can you do to anchor that emotion, anchor that feeling neurologically? And then when you go back out and do it again, just tap into that anchor. And so maybe for you, the anchor to get you into the state of having a great conversation and vibing with people is a couple like jumping jacks, jacks or jumping around. <laughs> and you know, for somebody else, it may be a smell like you talked about earlier or a sound or something that they connect to that gets them in that vibrational state. So I love that you talk about that because we're big believers in that as well. You can add actually change the outcome by just putting yourself into that state in Absolutely. advance. I love it. And yeah. you know,
0: here's the deal also, if it doesn't work out, it's a learning experience. A lot of right. times I feel like everyone thinks everything has to be perfect. And if it doesn't go that way, then oh, it's over. And it's like, How many times, think about it, you know, in life, do you have to practice? Like I used to be a a track athlete and I had to run every day. I had to practice every single morning. And so I feel like stress and and getting rid of stress or using it to your advantage, it is a muscle. Stress is a muscle Mm -hmm. that you have to use. And sometimes when it's sore and uncomfortable, you realize, okay, maybe I'm putting myself in situations that I shouldn't. I talk a lot about work stress. You know, I, I've worked from home for the past 10 years, but a lot of people have had issues with, I don't know how to now go remotely, or this is weird, or what do I do about going back to the office? And I'm like, this is all this, this is all the same. When you realize what the stress is, when you have it in front of you and you understand the quote unquote problem, we can work through it. It's, it's not as big of a deal as we make it.
1: I want to shift gears, but before that, I just want to make a, a point that I, I don't want anybody to miss uh tarley you said when when you ran track you had to practice mm-hmm. so i think like athletes really get this um um artists get this like musicians you you do go through rehearsal you go through practice but the thing is is that practice is never held at the same intensity or the same what we're talking about stress level as the game Yeah, and i think that in <laughs> life yep. Right. So in a meet, you you're gonna there's a different stress level, and, and you are trying to take all of the elements of practice and put it together in that one particular moment, but you don't do that on a daily basis because that would actually be impossible. Um, you know, think about like something like football, you don't go at a hundred and ten percent in practice because people will get hurt and you'll get tired and you can't recover. And life is very much the same way, and same thing with business. So sometimes look, you're you're just putting out some content because it's almost like practice right right or you're having conversations because it's all but then you might have a sales cycle you might have a drive you might have a campaign that's the game right so all of your training and all of your practice culminates to this one particular push and you know, we do events like summer camp mm-hmm. like that's the game that's not practice right so that's when it when everybody um is required to be on and so sometimes too we're not understanding the difference between practice and the game. But I want to shift gears because one of the things too that I've noticed about you is you are fantastic at creating community. You've done it over and over and over again. You rebrand, you always have clever names, you have (laughs) clever slogans that bring people together (laughs) and then people actually come together. And right now um, we're building under this idea of the three Bs, body, brains, and bank account. What I love about it I want to talk about all three of them. I really like the bank account part um, because that's rare, right? I mean, a female entrepreneur, um, I mean, I'm not, not, I want to talk about all three, three pieces of this, um, of, of this community, but a female entrepreneur that talks about body transformation and then that, you know, is, is attractive. Well, that's easy. That, that was low hanging fruit. A female entrepreneur that talks about brains. Well, if you're smart, that's harder one step mm-hmm. up, but a female entrepreneur that's actually willing to go out and deal with the challenges of saying it's okay to be successful and it's okay mm-hmm. to be successful as yourself, as who you are, show up as you are. And it's really okay to make money doing that without shame. That's to me, that's super unique, right. but what's re- so it's not just like, Oh, look, I'm an attractive female. You do this thing 75 hard. Andy for is 75 hard, yeah. very open about it. One of my favorite stories, or at least about 75 Hard that I love to tell. I've never done it. Lacey's never done it. But I know plenty of people that, that um, have done it. And John Rulin, our good friend, author of Giftology, was doing 75 Hard for, I think, maybe a second iteration. And, and if you've seen him lately, he looks fantastic. And he got appendicitis. and uh, <gasps> he, he called me and he's like, I got appendicitis. I'm in the hospital. And we were doing an event together. And he said, but I'm going to be at the event. And I was like, I don't know how, because the event was like in three days. Yeah, it was <laughs> I was, like, it was I like... don't know how you're gonna make it. He's like, I am going to be there. Well, lo and behold, he ha- he didn't fly. He couldn't fly, so he had to hire someone to drive him. Drove him to the event. He showed up. I saw him backstage, and I said, John, that's amazing that you're here. But I only have one piece of bad news for you. And he said, What's that? I said, You're back on back to day one on 75- seventy-five. <laughs>
2: I know. <laughs> that's the <laughs> <our> worst. <laughs>
0: Tell us about about your
1: journey with that.
0: So uh, you know, total. I've I've been in I've been in health and wellness for a while, but I've lost eighty pounds. I used to be eighty pounds heavier, and um, now doing seventy five hard. I think that it. You know, everyone says, "Oh, it can't be that difficult. It can't be that hard." It's really a mental toughness challenge, to be really honest. But it's interesting because I did things during that challenge that I, you know, I've been in San Diego for the past two decades almost. And I'm in Illinois at the moment. And I had to do my first workout in negative 11 degrees. And I was like, I've never even been in snow, let alone worked out for 45 minutes in negative 11 degrees. But let's do it. Okay. So I did it. And, you know, this is now my third time that I'm going to complete it. I'm currently on one. But, you know, it's funny. The reason that I named my brand Body Brains Bank Account almost 10 years ago is because I'm what you call multi-passionate. I could not focus on one niche. I was like, I want to talk about health and wellness, but I want to talk about it, but I love talking about set. And so I just decided, let's have a hub where I can throw all of my ideas and the stuff I love talking about into one place. And so that's how Body Brains Bank account came across. Yes, I've lost 80 pounds. Yes, I help people with health and wellness, but the stress management, helping people with personal development. But I always talk about money. I always have. Like, since the first day I started promoting online, I was telling people to join my business. And I've never been afraid of working with people. You know, I used to be in the commercial finance field, and I was the only female that was at least 10, 15 years younger than the entire team. It was myself and 13 men. And so I had to learn to be really comfortable with putting myself out there, being bold being okay with talking about earning money, being okay with, you know, people thinking that I'm the secretary or the assistant when I'm like, I'm the one actually making the deal here, you know? And so I love that you brought that up because it wasn't some like well thought out thing. I just said, how can I talk about the things I love without getting people too confused? Can we put this in one hub and it's worked out? And I'm like, I'm so glad for it.
2: Yeah. I love that. And, and what I love most about it is it's all interconnected anyway. I mean, you can't, you know, as you get healthier, um, and you get, you get fitter and you're happier in your body, then you can, you have a tendency to make more money. You know, when you're working on your mind and your subconscious, uh, conversations that you have with yourself and dealing with stress, um, you get healthier and then you make more money. And it's like, it is, they all go together and they're interconnected. And, Really, you can't ignore one of those components um, for very long, right? Yeah, if you, want you to can't. Their life. Yeah, you just can't.
0: They so intertwined. And that's the one thing that I've noticed in the stress management coaching is a lot of times people will realize they think it's their health that's stressing them out, but it's really their work that's yep. causing them to not feel healthy because they're not taking care of themselves. And so it really is all intertwined. And it's so cool to see people... So if you go to one of my previous websites, I was looking over it the other day because I'm updating my current one. And I just started tearing up looking at the testimonials because so many people said, I came here to make money. I came here to make fit, you know, to be fit, or I came here to do something else, but I am now having better relationships with my children. My spouse and I are doing date nights now. I, you know, I have a mastermind and I'm connecting with people. I'm getting outside and actually communicating and not, you know, being by myself. And so this spider web of benefits that's happened when these people thought they were joining me to make money. And I'm like, oh, you're going to make money, but that's not why you're really joining me. You just right. don't know it yet. So it's been so cool because I think that I'm providing one thing and it usually, they get something totally different out of it, which I'm okay with. I'm like, however, whatever, however you need it, I'm here. But it's been really fun because I, I love talking about all three categories. And the more that they intertwine, the easier it is for me, because I don't really feel like there's a distinction between my personal life and me as a person and what I do for work. It's like, this is who I am. And people that have known me for a long time, they're like, I don't know how you made all this work, but you did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love
1: it. So speaking of that, how do people become a part of your growing community? How can people engage with you?
0: Yeah. So Everywhere. Luckily, the good thing about having a name like tarlise is that all the internet handles were available. So anywhere <laughs> online, any any platform, I'm tarlise It's T-A-R-L-E-S-E. My website is also tarlise.com So that's very simple. So uh, there are a few other tarlises but I'm the first one to pop up. So you can find me there. Um, I have Facebook communities, but if you go to my website, you can kind of poke around. We're up to uh, upgrading it right now, which is really cool. But nice. if you went there at this very moment, there's still a ton of great stuff for you. But um yeah, it's thanks to my mom for giving me a difficult name because that's where you can find me online now.
1: <laughs> so for, for people listening, like who is the person that really needs to jump over their own obstacles and get plugged in with you? What are they facing right now? Um, that is something that you're like, hey, if you're in this position, get plugged in with me now because that, that's going to be something that we that's right in my wheelhouse.
0: Yeah. So I work with, uh, so it's interesting. I, I realized I don't have a niche. I work with like a, a divorce attorney and a dentist and a stay-at-home mom and, you know, people that have home-based businesses. So it's not a niche of people. The person that I'm looking to work with right now are people that are telling me I can't sleep at night. They're sidetracked in their business. They're not getting stuff done. They're procrastinating on things. They're spinning their wheels and feeling like, oh my gosh, the day's over and I'm still doing the same stuff if you find yourself in a, in a wheel or a hamster wheel, a loop of continuing to have the same thing happen in your life, or like the roller coaster that I mentioned, if you're the kind of person that you have success and then it immediately goes away, you are the kind of person that I love working with because I am really good at helping you identify what your self-sabotage is and get mm-hmm. rid of it. You'll, you soon and very quickly come to realize that it is not serving you. And one thing about the community is, it's a healthy competition. I've noticed that no one wants to be the one that still has their issues. So they're like, I'm going on a walk today. I'm working. I'm doing stuff. And so I love it because everyone's so kind to each other in our communities and they really do when they have a problem. It's kind of like everyone's lifting each other up. So it's amazing. So if you're like, I'm not sleeping, I'm frustrated, I'm procrastinating, I'm making excuses. I'm not happy. I'm putting on a mask when, you know, like after the live stream ends, I'm crying to myself. Let's chat because it's it's not a difficult process that we go through. It's literally, I my tagline, I guess you'd say, is I help you reduce stress in seven days or less because I've done it for many, 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 many years. It's a process. Every single day you go through one super quick, like 10 minute exercise and you realize the stuff you're holding on to, the things that aren't serving you and we get rid of them. And the most important thing that I help people with is we go through a list of what's not working and we cross all those puppies out And we give you something to actually take action items on and to move forward on so that you feel like you're accomplishing something as we do it. I think that's important to see the goal and know where you're going. And so that's what I've been focusing on really for the rest of the year. I'm like, if I can help people get rid of their stress or at least reduce their stress in a week, my job is done. And it's happened over and over and over and over. And so I'm like, let's keep doing it. (laughs) It's obviously working. I mean, if you're
2: out there and you're listening to this and you are stressed out, you should feel a little bit of hope. You would feel a little bit less stressed to know that there's actually a process that you can go through to help you alleviate this. I mean, I think a lot of people, too, their stress comes from not knowing what to do next, not knowing what the next step is, being in unknown territory or having overwhelm. So to find somebody like you that can say, this is what we're going to do and we're going to have actionable actionable items on the other side, I mean, that is a fantastic fantastic formula and i hope that if you're listening out there that you take action because your life could change in seven days or less that's a pretty amazing thing
1: well, We always have it a is and
0: i was i was worried about saying it at first but i was like you know what it's worked so many times i'm going yeah <laughs> i love it
1: well, yeah share with us though what what was your biggest stress that you were able to overcome
0: You know, uh, so when my mom passed away, I never really took the action to resolve it. I went into girl boss mode, get stuff done. And I immediately poured into my business. I immediately poured into those around me and I never really took care of me. And so the biggest stress that I had to get rid of that actually hung over my head for about six or seven years was being okay with the fact that that was a part of my life. My mom was in my life. a specific amount of time. And there was a purpose behind that. And all I can do is live in ways that would make her proud and live in, you know, she wouldn't want me sitting at home moping. She wouldn't want me crying. She wouldn't want me skipping work and doing the things that aren't beneficial to me. So once I was able to get through that and realize what kind of self-sabotage and Uh, subconscious programming was happening. Now I've been able to help other people overcome it. You know, I did go and get certifications. I got a brain fitness certification and a life coach certification and, you know, stress management coach certification. But it's funny because I realized no one's ever asked for those. And almost seven years of having them, people are like, can you help me or not? I don't, I don't care about the, I don't care about what's on your wall. Can you help me? So I do have the technical training behind it, but For me, I realized it's just the more that I do this and get in flow, it it works. And so for me, being able to get rid of one of the biggest negative, quote unquote, things that's happened in my life, it's really reminded me that I can help other people through this as well. And there's been some really intense and crazy things that have happened to people that I work with. You know, I work with an emergency room nurse. I mean, can you imagine how much Mm. stress is in an emergency room? And she messaged me last week and said, I don't even know how to explain how some of the techniques that you've given me have changed my life. And she said, now other people are coming in and I'm telling them just from breathing techniques to yoga, to stretching, just different things. And I said, you know, that's the kind of impact that I want to have on the world, Uh, having, showing people how to be grateful and showing people that there is a, you know, as cheesy as it sounds, there is a bright light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) You know, there is. And so, um, to answer your question, that's definitely was the thing for me. And I realized what it was, is I just kept holding on to this thing. It happened to be my mom for me, but people let this thing fester and, and build momentum. And we could just handle it in the beginning and it probably wouldn't, wouldn't be so bad. You know what I mean?
1: So if that was like the biggest stress, big, maybe potentially the lowest low on the roller coaster, what was your biggest win?
0: say, coming out on the other side of it and building a community around this has been such a win for me. Seeing the ripple effect that gratitude, stress management, and really, I always say it's confidence, clarity, and community for me. Those are the three things I focus on. So helping people have confidence, helping them have clarity in an actual plan to move forward, and building a community of like-minded people around them that can raise them. That's been my the, the coolest thing. Like when I go... When I go into some of our communities and I see people that I've been working with for you know five years, six years plus, and they keep coming back and they keep bringing their friends and sharing with more people, I just can't think of a better thing. I, and you know, every single day at 1234, I stop and give gratitude. I've done this for 14 years now. I have not missed a day in 14 years. And I used to do it on an old school alarm clock. At 1234, I would just stop and I'd say, I'm so grateful for, and I would give a list. And now every single day, I do the same thing. I got it tattooed on my arm so that people always ask me about it, but it's just, it's part of my day. And now I'm getting choked up thinking about it. Now I have a a testimonial folder with hundreds of people that are like, I stop and give gratitude and now my kids are doing it and my, my, you know, coworkers are doing it. And just knowing that I can like have that little effect for one minute during someone's day, it's that's like the highlight to me. Just, I mean, if you could be known for something or if I, you know, if I left the earth today, knowing that an alarm goes off for so many people every day, just having them take a moment to be happy and grateful and thankful. I can't think of a, a better accomplishment than that, honestly.
2: Yeah. I and mean, what a, what a beautiful testament to the things that you teach. I mean, and, and you really walk, you really walk the walk. I mean, like you have that stressful situation in your life with your mom. And then you were able to use that for the greater good. Use that for, you know, not like advantage, but to make an impact. And that's exactly what you're teaching people that they can do in their lives as well. So it's just beautiful how that ha- came full circle for you. So thank yeah, you for making I, that impact. Cool.
0: Thank you. And, uh, you <laughs> know, someone said, you know what I love about you, Charlie's You turn your adversity into assets. And I said, "Oh." that's pretty cool. Cause that's imagine a headline. <laughs> I was like, that is pretty cool though. Thank you for thinking of, of that because imagine if you could take all of this adversity or these negative things and really think of them as how is this an asset to me? How can I bring value to myself and others because of this quote unquote negative thing? I mean, I thought that was the coolest thing. So I was like, yes, I want to show people how to turn their adversity into assets and make it something that shines for them and something they're happy about.
1: That's fantastic. The website is www.tarlease.com. As she said, super easy. It's not a Mm lot of Tarleases to (laughs) to sift through. It's not (laughs) (laughs) marksmith.com. Go to the website, peruse the website. There's tons of opportunities to connect with her. Make sure you connect with her on social media. She does a phenomenal job of promoting her brand, her personal brand through social media. Tons that you can learn just by following along. Um, But really... What it amounts to is if you really want to go the next step in your life, you have to engage. And so we're encouraging you to engage with Tarly. She's super engageable. She's someone that you can approach and talk to, to you as she shared. She's about helping people. Um, making an impact and she's lived her own life lessons. And like we said, at the onset, she's sharing those lessons to help more people, which is super admirable, which is why when I saw you uh, were available for podcasts, I was like, we have to have her on the none of your business.
0: I'm so grateful. I was like, I did a little jump in the air. I was like, yes, this is going to be great. I just, I appreciate you both so much. And I I just respect both of you so much. And I thought I was like, this is going to be a great conversation. So thank you so much for having me.
2: Well, thank you for being on. We appreciate
1: you. All right, my friends, we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of the Know Your Business podcast. You never know who we're going to find to bring on, but I'm sure it will be entertaining and valuable to you. Make sure you like and subscribe. Tell your friends about the podcast every single day. We want to help more people, reach more people, make a bigger impact and to create the lifestyle that they deserve.